Welcome back to Light with Love. Tonight's episode is a little different. Um, this week has been a little different for us, and that's okay. We're 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 taking it one week at a time, but we're yep. so glad that you joined us tonight. We're going to be talking about the um, miracle that is recorded in Matthew nine. Uh, one of the three that are recorded in Matthew 9. Um, tonight we're going to be talking about the first one. It's Matthew 9, 23 through 25. And is going to read that for us. And then we're going to talk about why that's important and just, just different things about that uh, miracle in general. Okay. So it starts with, And when Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the minstrels or flute players and the people making a noise, he said unto them, Give place, for the maid is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when the people were put forth, he went in and took her by the hand, and the maid arose. I think it's really important to note that Jesus took her by the hand, that he touched her, and then she arose. I feel like a lot of times we um, don't think about how much Jesus touches people. Right. Um, and in this case, and most most of the cases throughout the Bible, it is a physical, yes, he physically touched her, or he physically touched right. this person. But I know he can't physically, with his own hand, touch us here now, but we have to allow him to touch us in order for us to take in everything that he has done for us everything that god has given us by sending him you know to die on the cross for us and this just shows yes i know it's a different type of touch but it just shows like another example of him touching someone and making them you know in this case um alive again right Right. You know, and, and, you know, when we are baptized and we live the Christian lifestyle, that is coming alive again, in a sense. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We are to die in, in the baptism, you know, our old self is to die and we are born again. Like that's, that's the reason that it's, you know, we're born again Christians because that's, that's what it means. Right. That's exactly right. And I love where it says that she was asleep. Like he says, um, you know, um, you know, why are you basically, why are you crying? She's not dead. She's just asleep. Like, no, she wasn't just asleep, but to them, you know, but to him, he was like, no, she's just asleep. And a lot of times in the Bible, it references death as sleep. And I never really thought about this until we started studying for this episode, but the world views death as such a final thing. Like it's, it's a finality of life, but as Christians, we should not look at it as being final like it should be we should be excited because we are you know leaving this world um to to waken into heaven you know to be when when we wake up we're gonna be in heaven you know 
Right. No, that's definitely true. I think a lot of it is just we have a hard time letting go and so-called being in control, I guess you would say. You know, and then you've got the the fear of of not knowing and I don't I personally don't handle death very well. Me neither. Like, um and it's something that, you know, it, I don't know. I think it's because I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like it's the not knowing the whole thing. Not that I don't know about it or whatever. But I think it's the unknown. Right. Because we, we don't know. We've never done it before. We've never been in that situation. Right. I mean, you only do that one time. <laughs> so it's not like you right. can't. Right. And I hope I'm really thing. old when that happens. Right. I live a long time. Exactly. But, I mean, um, unless, unless Jesus comes before that happens, we're all going right. to do it. And I think right. that the, I mean, I've had a huge fear of death my whole life. You know, right. and... A lot of my anxiety stems um, from from that. And, right. Uh, I know a lot of people are like that. I mean, we talked about it the other night where you, you know, you and I are pretty much on the same page about that. But right. it's, and you're right. It's because of that fear of the unknown, fear of not knowing. Like, we know that heaven is next. But because right. nobody has been there that we can talk to that they can explain you know right. we don't understand it in a way that our brain like it's it's not understandable to our brains our human brains right, <laughs> right. and so it is hard. you know and, and and you don't want to leave loved ones behind you know what i mean sure i think that's another thing too and I think, you know yeah absolutely and i think that's why we get so sad about it when someone does pass away because we are so um it's not selfish that's a bad way to put it but it's we want them here with us you know like right. we don't want your you know for instance my grandfather he and I were super close. He passed away when I was 13. So, I mean, obviously I've been without him a lot longer than I was with him, but right. he was like my, you know, my go-to guy, you know, for anything, right. everything, especially, you know, growing up in the summers, I'd go stay with them. And I mean, that was just my, that was my everything and right. wanting to see him wanting to talk to him wanting him to meet my child you know you know right. all these things that you think about that you're like you know that and it is sad I'm not saying it's not okay to be sad right. it's okay to be sad um about it but at the same time we have to understand that like we will see that person again one day and that also is another reason why um I strive to be a better Christian is because right. I do want to go to heaven because I do want to see those that I know are that you know I know are going to be there. Right. I know Adrian and I had a conversation the night. It was like, can you imagine getting to ask Moses about building the ark or yeah, you know, Moses and the burning bush and talking to talking to God. I mean, like we get to actually talk to these people they're real people and we get to ask them questions and yeah you know following jesus and what was it like and seeing the miracles and have them tell you about it like that's gonna be so cool right. like everything that we've read about 
we get to like hear about and ask questions about and, and telling him you know thank you in person you know right, like being able right. to see god and see jesus and being like hey you know what i just want to say thank you like i know right. we can say thank you by um, allowing him to be our lord and savior allowing him to rule our lives and be trying to be like him and trying to love others the way that he loved it i mean i know we that's that's the ultimate way we say thank you and i understand that but actually physically being able to tell him thank you when we get there i mean right. you know, i mean you know like can you imagine like you're like you're saying that's no. gonna be so and cool. stand, but you know and even standing in his presence just being in awe of him like seeing the man that created the whole I say man seeing God you know that created the whole entire world that created us individually yeah you know just being in his presence and being in all of him I mean you know Moses had to cover his face and he didn't even see see God you know he was so bright and I and I can't imagine and and the angels in heaven and and things like that I just think it's gonna be it it's so mind-blowing you know what I yeah. mean and it's going to be so amazing at the same time and I think something that um absolutely I agree wholeheartedly with what you're saying but I think something that kind of segued me to this is that that's one of the reasons why I love studying the way that we're studying is because it's so important for us to understand and for people to understand why there were miracles in the bible versus today where it's kind of like when people um they when we talked about the lady that said her preacher told her told him not to help her anymore god told her preacher not to help him anymore help her anymore and i said well first (laughs) of all that you know that preacher's using it as an excuse because god doesn't talk to us that way and it's the same principle um with that but to understand why jesus performed the miracles and why he was like why he i mean he can do anything but even the even the apostles were given you know healing abilities in that time frame after you know after he was gone for a little while and the reason why is because they didn't have the entire bible yet like they were still in the midst of it so they didn't have it wasn't put together yet you know and we have that and that's why um we have to understand that we are not god is not going to speak to us in the way of the way I talk to you or the way you talk to me. Right. Sure. You may put something may be heavy on your heart. You may read a verse and it may, you know, strike something and you might have, you know, may strike a change in you, but it's not the same as me and you having a conversation or you hearing a voice, you know, right. it's not, that's not the same. And the reason why is because God is not a respecter of people. And if he were to talk right. to you, but not talk to me, that would make him a respecter of people. So a respecter right. of persons. But, um, <laughs> but I feel like that's kind of important to talk about because we are doing this study yeah. as a kind of like a, a study for beginners. And that's one of the fundamental things of the Bible that we need to understand. And especially with all the stuff that you hear and see and, People who like to use things um, to their advantage, um, 
and you, right. you know there's so much stuff it's just like the news there's so much fake news out there that there you know there's so much stuff in the world that you hear and you don't know what to believe and all this go to the bible it's the source like it's the only okay. thing that you need and if you have a hard time with something let's find somebody that can help you or come to us and we'll try like i i don't know everything there is to know and i know you know that i never will but we can figure it out if there's a huge question like we can figure out the answer together you know and i just and sometimes it's simply just reading just reading the bible and what is in the text sure not not listening to what then that's why the bible says study to show thyself approved because you can listen to all this different stuff and and believe what somebody else says but until you read it for yourself to see what the text actually says and don't take the text out of content or anything like that i mean actually read what the verse is saying to you to make sure that it is right you've got to go behind and check because everybody is human and not 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 that everybody is trying to preach it wrong there are some that are trying to preach it wrong um and convince you and sway you and and that's what they just talks about when he talks about the uh, sheaves and and or the wolves and sheep's clothing sure. you know things like that but it does come down to you studying it for absolutely. yourself you know absolutely absolutely I mean? and the thing about it is is that that even when we're getting ready for um an episode where on whatever subject there's always something that we're learning while we're while we're doing it. There's oh, always yeah. something to learn. It doesn't matter if you've read the same verse a hundred times, you can still learn something new from it each time. You may be in a different Absolutely. place in your life than you were the first time you read it. You may be, you know, in a different mind frame or a different mindset. That is okay. Right. Like it is okay to constantly be learning, constantly be learning. Yes. Yes. I love it. And then like the, the meaning behind the words and things like that, to me, that's so interesting and it gives it that much. Exactly. And it, and sometimes it just helps to drive the importance of something home. Like it, you know, it may, it may sound one way when you read it, but then if you don't know, I may think I know the meaning of a word and then I find out what the word was in you know, in Greek or in, you know, whatever. And I look back and I'm like, oh, that's what it really means. Well, that's not how I took it at all. And it completely transforms the verse, you know, and and there's a lot of times where like, especially like say for instance, with this miracle, you know, the word sleep and knowing that a lot of times they used it as a euphemism for death, like, Mm-hmm. okay well they didn't mean she was like in a coma that didn't mean she was like just asleep like they the she was really dead and he you know it wouldn't have been much right. of a miracle if he had just gone and woke some girl up you know i can do that anybody can do that but to know that he pulled her from death to life and how much of a miracle that was and the reason why he was doing those things is to prove to those people who he was in the context but in all actuality i think more than anything he was doing it to prove it to us like to prove to us that hey i'm who i said i was you know like right you know because 
a lot of them still didn't believe they they took they sent him to the cross you know then right. just a couple of chapters he's gonna be on the cross like you know right that's true so i think that's something yeah. that is um, important you know for us to i like the fact that you brought up the verse study to show thyself approved it continues on to say a workman needeth not be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth that word those two words rightly dividing means taking it and dividing it up into what it needs to be like figuring out what goes with what and it takes studying Mm -hmm. it it takes sitting down and meditating on it if i spent the amount of time i spend on social media in my bible could you imagine how much better of a christian i would be Mm -hmm. and that's i'm not just i'm not saying that social media is necessarily a bad thing we use it for a lot of good things but that's gonna probably be my next challenge Mm -hmm. is that anytime Mm -hmm. i I pick up my Facebook, pick up my phone and to go to Facebook or Instagram or whatever, the very amount of time I spent on that, I'm going to turn on my Bible app and I'm going to read. That's a great idea. Because if I could just spend the amount of time that I spend on those things, reading my Bible, I could know more and I could learn more and I could be closer to God. Right. That's very true. I like that idea. I like that challenge, actually. So that yeah. that's our challenge for the week. Starting tomorrow. Yeah, I think that'll be starting awesome. tomorrow. If we pick up yeah. Facebook, we yeah. have to time and, it, and how much over time we spend on Facebook or Instagram or whatever we have to spend in the Bible. I think that's perfect. That's a good I motivator. So. Awesome.